I just bit my tongue. That's just evil. All right. Good morning. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. Praise God. This is the day the Lord has made. We will, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for joining us this morning. Jesus is Lord, King of Kings. We have the victory when the battle is the Lord's. And so we're just thankful and grateful today for, for just being able to be with you today. Uh, we just, Pastor Reed and I sent our love, uh, blessings. We just speak the word of the Lord over each and every one of you. That you are blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Everything you put your hands to do, it shall prosper. And we just are grateful to God. Uh, just saying hello to our staff and, and church family. We miss you, miss you so much. I uh, can't wait to see you in person again. We just love on you. And thank you for all of those of you who are joining us for the first time. We welcome you to be a part of our service today. Uh, someday we'll all get to see each other in person here at Seven Applegate Circle here in Round Rock, Texas. And we will welcome you with open arms in the name of Jesus. I'll direct you guys to our website at HOPO Church. And that's where kind of everything is going on right now. So during this time of of uh, during this season with this COVID-19. So uh, go there and direct you and learn about the ministry, learn about what we do, our faith and our mission statements, all there about all of our different ministries and church groups and everything that, that's happening here at House of Power Outreach, about outreach and, and, and loving on the, on the people. And we just want you to be a part of the fellowship with us together. Uh, we also got uh, opportunities through our children's church with, with uh, Miss Margina has set up some activities for your kids while you're at home teaching them and uh, have you turned teachers, you're there with them, that you can do some activities with them to grow together. And I, I believe that experiential learning is powerful, right? It's one thing, you know, to tell somebody something, but when they can actually do it, it becomes a life lesson. So enjoy that opportunity. It's just their heart or passion for, for young people is, is, is second to none and just love on it along with our youth group and all of our different uh, ministries. Just go there and check us out. we also like to welcome you to go to our donate page to give to the ministry of all that we're doing and, and be a part of life-changing events and life soul-saving events to help us uh, preach the gospel uh, and win others to Jesus. And pray over your offering, pray over your gift, and let God purpose in your heart what you should give. Uh, God wants to bless you as well, and He will honor your gift as you give it onto Him to us. And as we receive the earthly gift, he's receiving your faith to meet every need that, that's out there. We don't have any prayer requests this week, but I just want to pray. I do want to lift up Miss Bianca. She had, she had wrote me and told me she was not feeling well. So I, let's, let's take time to, to lift her up right now. Father, we just pray. We thank you for Bianca. We just pray healing over her body. I come against any form of fear and, and doubt. I thank you, Lord God. She's the healed of the Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, as you're completely restoring her from any form of, of sickness and, and that by your stripes, she's healed. Thank you for all the people that are in agreement with me right now that we're two or more gathered together in your name there you are in the midst is, is touching any and everything in Jesus name amen 
Well, we thank you guys. We praise God. We're in thankful mode about the land being healed from this virus, and, and we're just thankful to God of his healing. We got some praise reports. Uh, Pastor Donnie just recently had a birthday. Um, his daughter, Miracle, just recently had a birthday and graduated from college. Praise God. Uh, excited about her. And, and just the, in the celebration, Miss Linda, she also had a birthday. Uh, so a lot of things happened in May. Amen. And so we're just thankful for all of our birthday we celebrate you guys uh can't wait to have cake with you in person uh but for right now act like we had cake together so i would sing happy birthday to you but we will not do that to the people uh my last announcement the weather the storm uh, uh took took a hit my phone took a hit so I do not have your number anymore. So those of you who have my number, please text me with your name so I can have your information again because my phone completely died. There was no way to transfer anything over. So if you want me to get in touch with you or if you haven't heard from me and you tried to get in touch with me the last couple days, that is why. And so it's not that I'm ignoring you. I just don't know you're trying to reach me. So please, please, please do that now. I've gotten a new phone, just nothing's on it. And so I can reach out to you. Amen. Well, let's jump into the word and, and, and let's get into it with Jesus today. Amen. Uh, from a familiar statement you've seen on shirts all around, not today, Satan. I think that needs to be our approach. Not today, Satan. I just feel like some people need to draw the line in the sand and say, not today. I am not giving in today. Uh, don't give an inch. Don't give an inch. You probably heard the statement. If you give this some, some people an inch, they'll take a mile. And that's the way it is with the devil. If you give him anything. He's going to try to stretch it and ruin your entire life. So don't give an inch. Don't give yourself over to anger, sadness, defeat, whatever it is, don't give an inch. Now, I'm standing my ground to have everything belong to God. Discriminate in your worship that I'm worshiping God and him alone. And that's the way it's going to be. So go with me to 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 11 through 12. And um, after him, was Shammah, son of Agi, uh, the Harite, when the Philistine had banded together near a field full of lentils, uh, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field, defended it, and struck down the Philistines, so the Lord brought, uh, brought a great victory." Don't give up an inch of your mind. Don't give up. Uh, don't uh, don't give up your mind, your will, your emotion uh, for in, in in times like these. This is where we got to look at the the. Um, we got to look at these look at these temptations to give up on areas of life is a great but that is exactly what satan is looking for an unguarded territory to take over so he's looking for us to be able to like give up an area like it's just too hard i want to give up i want to quit i want to give in i want to let go i just want to 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 not do it well I'm, I'm telling you now don't give him an inch don't give him your monday don't give him your sunday don't give him your tuesday don't give him any of your days say no it belongs to jesus god made the day i'm going to celebrate God and be glad in it. You celebrate with Jesus. You, you take and say, nope, I'm not even going to let you have my drive time. I'm not even going to let you have my sit down time. Everything I am 
belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you, you press in. You let him know. You don't want to just barely win. You don't want a split decision. You want to knock the devil out. You want a TKO. You want a knockout. You do not want this to be left up to anything else. It's unanimous that Jesus is the only one that's going to get your attention, that's going to get your joy, that's going to get your peace, that's going to get your time. You glorify God and just draw that sign in there. So, so when Satan looks for these unguarded territories, he's looking for that, something he can take over. Surrendering these areas in any form can lead to mental disruption of our faith. Trust and hope of, of, of living according to God's purpose. Uh, Shama was out there in the field. You look at him. He stood in the middle of beans and defended him like it was a field of gold. Defend your small things. Defend, defend those small areas because I, I believe this all in my heart. We, we let small things go and we let them build up until they become a big thing. See, emergency is just a bunch of small things that went untaken care of and then they grew into an emergency. But you take care of each and every part. Don't let anger sit in the area of your relationships. Don't let bitterness take over. Don't let sadness uh, take place, take root in areas of your life. Don't allow that to happen. Begin to say, nope, I'm going to uh, stretch myself to obey God. I'm going to stretch myself to not be offended. I'm going to stretch myself in authority to not let that past hurt rise up again. I am going to stand in agreement and just declare, not today, Satan. This is mine. This belongs to me. This is my mind. This is my emotion. This is my mental well-being that I'm going to think on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm going to be crucified to Christ and live by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself up for me and I shall live by faith. Hey, that's the glorifying of God. That's blessing God with everything that you got. Do not give him a second. Don't give him, don't, don't stop saying how bored you are and say, God, consume my time that I may glorify you with it. Stop talking about how long will this be. Start saying, God, I want to be with you in all of this time. So that's our purpose. Shammah's is defended. I know it's a field of beans, but I'm going to fight for it like it's gold. I know my house ain't as big as everybody else or great as everybody else, but I'm going to treat it like it's gold. My car may not be the best. My clothes may not be the best, but I'm going to take care of them. I may not be the best reader, but I'm going to read anyway. I'm going to study anyway. I'm going to shout anyway. I'm going to sing anyway. I'm going to worship anyway. I refuse to treat myself like what the world tries to say that I am. If they're my beans, I'm, they're going to be my best beans. If they're my goals, it's going to be my best goals. So do what he did. Stand and defend it. Stand and be strong. Stand and be blessed because God has called you to do so. So if God gave it to you, bless it. Bless God with it. Amen. That field of gold, we must take every area of our life with the same spiritual aggressiveness as he did. Same spiritual aggressiveness. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And from the days of, of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. It is just, it's amazing. The kingdom of God, heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force, by force. Quit being passive. Quit letting this thing go on and on. Don't just be passive. No, say this is a kingdom piece of me. I'm not going to just let you get away with it. I'm not going to let you get away with my child being uh, um, 
being a, not, not necessarily accused, but being described as in, unable to learn. Uh-uh, no. Kingdom of God. My child has the mind of Christ. I've got the mind of Christ. I'm not losing my memory or my mind. I'm glorifying God. I'm in mental well being. You got to get speaking over yourself and begin to just dress that. I just recently got to do an FCA with um, Allen High School Fellowship of Christian National League. We did it online. And man, I got so fired up about this 2020 class and this generation right now for everything that they're having to give up, the celebrations of proms and the celebration of graduation. It, and it hit me. I was running. I was praying. I was telling this that, that everything that they've had to give up, they're going to celebrate victories that like no other generation has ever celebrated. They're going to celebrate revivals like no other generation has ever celebrated. Healings and families coming together like no other. They had to sew in their proms, their graduations, their times, all of those things due to this situation. But I believe that God is going to use it for a great celebration of things that we wanted to celebrate for years. We wanted to celebrate miracles and blind eyes open and death ears, all of those things. This generation is going to be able to do that by what they've sown. So what the enemy thought he was taking in their celebration, God is going to work for good, that they're going to celebrate great miracles. They're going to celebrate great authority. They're going to celebrate great salvation. And I just begin to get so stirred up about that because I just believe that God is going to honor their time and use them to do things like no other generation. And that should fire up. If you got a 2020 class, senior, college, whatever, the fact that we're alive during this time, we were made for such a time as this that God is going to show us. You've been isolated so God can develop you. Don't be up in that house mad. Don't be up in the house sad. Let God grow you while you're there. He wants to use you to make up the time of what's been missed over the years by us being too busy, even as ministers, us being too busy as workers. But now that we're at home, he's developing a, he's developing an army. He's developing a troop of people that's going to know how to walk by faith faith and not by sight, going to know how to pray, going to know how to have compassion, going to know how to understand what it's like to be isolated, to be alone. And it's one thing when we're all isolated, we kind of can understand that to a point. But imagine when we were all able to get around and people still felt isolated themselves. I believe God is raising up an empathy and anointing to have compassion like never before. It just got me all fired up. They were like, oh my gosh, this dude is, is, is alive and well this morning, this afternoon. And so it's great. I want you to keep that in mind. Violently consume every thought to honor God and grab anything that doesn't uh, honor God and forcefully take it away from your life. If this doesn't honor God, take that thought and say, no, I cast you down. I cast down every evil imagination, everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of Christ. You can't stay in my head. I refuse to be afraid. I know COVID's out there, but I know God is in me. I know God is greater than COVID-19. I'm not going to let you spread your fear on me. I'm not going to let you spread those things on me. I'm going to walk by faith, believing that by his stripes, I'm healed. No, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. I'm going to take God at his word. I'm going to live. I'm going to walk in wisdom because the Bible says be harmless in doves as doves, but wise as serpents. But I'm not going to walk in fear. I draw the line. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to walk in the faith of God. Thank you, God, for my covering. You are my refuge. You are my strength. You are my very present help in times of trouble. 
I'm going to rejoice with God. So I walk with you, God. We can't be gentle with things that are destructive because they will hurt us. But even worse than that, they will go after our children. We can't be gentle with sin. We can't be gentle with diseases. We can't be gentle with with, uh, uh, half-heartedness. We need to be violent about we're going to go in our house and we're going to pray. We're going to declare our house. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. I'm not going to be gentle and say, well, we can serve it sometime sometimes not uh-uh. all the time my house is going to serve God we are in this for heaven we're in this for the kingdom we're not in this just to look like uh, Christians we're in this to live by faith and as you begin to attack these things with everything you got you leave them with no energy to come after your kids because they'll be destroyed he said listen to this so approach all things for God to be glorified for generations and victory for your children's children. You're not praying just to get over the moment. You're praying that this thing will be consumed for generations. We don't need to ask for permission to pursue what God sent Jesus to give us. Quit asking for that. Quit saying, God will, if it be thy will. It's God's will that you'll be free. He said if you'd be willing and obedient, you'd eat the good of the land. That's a good. There's a good about being healed. There's good about being healthy. There's good about walking by the faith of God. And so you are walking that, but you have to be violent about that. When sleep tries to take over, violently jump yourself out of bed and pray. Violently jump up and worship. Violently jump to get into the word and read it when things are trying to distract you and pull you down. I'm just not going to let you stand here and do this to me. You cannot push me around anymore. Jude 1 and verse 20 through 21 says this, but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. This is not for us to claim being better than, the, uh, than another person, but it is for us to be our, best, be our best spiritual self for anything that comes up or come our way. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Not, gonna say, not that I can say I'm more holy than you, but I can say that I'm wholly ready for anything that tries to come against me, my family, my church, my land, anything that tries to come against my city, my community. I'm going to be built up and I'm going to be ready for the fight. I'm not going to try to get ready when the fight breaks out. I'm going to start it by casting down every stronghold. Pulling down those strongholds, binding up strong men. I'm going to be the first. I'm going to come out there and say, not today, Satan. Not today. This Sunday, I'm going to have my mind together. This Sunday, I'm not going to be an emotional wreck and getting angry and then apologizing and angry and apologizing and crying and asking for forgiveness. Y'all forgive me and then doing the same thing over and over again. No, that stops now in Jesus' name. You are free and who the Son is set free is free indeed. When we confront things built up in our most holy faith, we are strengthened to walk through it by faith. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart because out of it flows all the issues of life. Well, when you build yourself up, it's worth guarding. But if your heart stays empty, you're not going to want to guard it because there's nothing in there. Build yourself up. Have a reason to guard your heart. Look, this said what, what we build up is going to inspire us to keep our guard up to protect the issues of life. Man, your heart is powerful. You got stuff in there that needs to be guarded. 
Don't just turn your heart over to everybody's opinion. Don't just turn your heart over to every insult. Don't just turn your heart over to people who won't love you and love you back. Don't just turn your heart over. No, guard your heart and say, God, I know you take me as I am. You receive me and you love me regardless. So I'm going to give my heart over to you and guard it against all these other things. We lock our house, we lock our cars, but then we open up our hearts to what people may say or think about us. No, I'm I'm shutting that down. Block them, delete them, unfollow, whatever you got to do. Don't let them take over your heart again and don't give it over there. Draw the line. Not today, Satan. Even Jesus called Peter Satan when he was trying to stop him. Anything that's trying to come against you and your walk with God, it doesn't matter how long, just say, get thee behind me, Satan. Not that Peter was the devil, but he was acting like him. So I don't even want to be around you if you got to act like it. I'm going to let you pull out the gospel that's inside of me. We are less likely to guard what is empty, but a field heart will grab our attention to protect it. It's like your child. You, you, the minute touch your heart, you'll do anything you can to protect it. Put the word in you. You'll do anything you can to protect it. Get up and pray. You'll get any, do anything you can to, to protect that morning. If you lose enough sleep, you'll protect that throughout the day. I'm not going to waste that get up time that God brought me up this morning. Uh, passion grows from a field heart. And the motivation fight to fight like fire comes from fire in the heart. So passion, passion grab, that thing that grows from a filled heart. You want that passion again? When people say they fall out of love, they haven't let passion grow. They've kind of smothered it. And then passion is still there. And you, you let it grow, and, and it's going to bring some things out. Uh, in 2 Kings chapter 13, and verse 18 through 19, and he said, take the arrows. This Elisha was talking to this king and trying to get him to, to win. He said, take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hadst thou smitten Syria till thou hadst consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice. The, the man of God was angry. Like, why did you quit? Why did you stop? Where's your passion? You don't want your children's children to grow up in that. You should have been saying, not today, Satan, not tomorrow, not next week, not for the next 300 years. You're never going to be able to get here. You got an opportunity to end it. And I believe that when, when God has is, is put something on our heart to wake us up with faith and, 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 and we get up and we do a little bit and then we stop. And it's like, no, no, stay there. Finish it. Don't stop early. Finish it. Say, I don't want anything coming back up on my children. I don't want anything coming back up on me. I don't want anything coming back on my church. I am going to walk to in victory until victory is complete to my children's children's children. Some of us have been through some things that we don't ever want our children to go through. Some stuff that happened to us that may, wasn't even our fault that, that went through that you're saying I'm standing so that they will never see a day like that again. And praise God that you can do that. But you have to be violent about your faith in saying I'm not going to let it go. I can't go half-hearted. I, I can't do that. Either I'm with God or I'm not going to be with God. Come along. That God, I want to be with you. I want what you have called me to have for my children, for my babies, for, for their babies and their children. And we want their growth to be there. The moment we fight, we fight for will be, will be the memories uh, we make for a lifetime. So when we fight in our moments, we make memories for a lifetime. We'll make those memories. Those memories will be there forever. 
We are fighting to consume our enemy, not just raise his concern. The enemy knows that you're going you're gonna to come against him just by the fact that you're a believer. You're already against him. But we need to let him know we're going to consume him to where he can't function at all. Not just raise his concern, not just pray a little bit and then back off, not just worship a little bit and then go on about our business doing other stuff. That raises his concern, but it doesn't consume him out of our life. We want him to be consumed out. It is one thing to be tired when we start to pray, but don't stop early because of being tired. See, we can start off tired or God wakes us up. But that's not a bad thing. Just get started. Once you get going, you'll get in it. But don't ever stop because you got tired. As the Bible said in Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due seasons, you'll reap if you don't faint. So stay on it. Stay in it. Stay together. Stay about it. And so as you do that, God is going to finish. Starting tired means that we are not going to allow something to go on the wrong way anymore. And stopping early means that we are okay with nothing changing for a very long time. So if you get awakened, you get brought up, you get all those things the other night out of the storm and woke us up, wake up praying, wake up believing, wake up just stirred up in the things of God and say, yes, I am going to believe for God to happen in my life. So our greatest regret will not be the things we did and wish we didn't. Our greatest regret will be the things we didn't do and wish we had have done. There's a great book that we did a study on called If, and it was about that exact same thing. If only, if I would have. Your greatest regret, regret is not about doing things that you wish you hadn't done. It'll be about the things you wish you would have done, but you didn't do. Do them. Get up. It is impossible to practice growth while running from problems. Growth is lived when we face what comes up in life and eliminate the mental symptoms of regret. One of the parts of mental illness is not facing problems. It's not being responsible. One of those things that begins to develop in there. I want to run from every problem. And mentally, you become weak and mentally incapable of handling the thoughts of a problem that comes your way. No, turn around face it and say, my God has got me and my God has given me victory. I'm going to win this battle. Potential is God's gift to us and making the most of that potential is our gift to God. There's another quote in that book of if. It's God gave you the gift of potential. You using that potential for God is your gift to God. Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse uh, 9 through 10 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will not boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses. For therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest on me. That is why, for the sake of Christ, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, uh, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Thankfulness is, is emotional wellness that adds consistency to mental deliverance from current circumstances. I, I believe that mentally, uh, sometimes like, you, you know, we've been sitting in the same house or the same place. You've been, it's, it's been so same. 
that the mind is starting to lose sharpness. But as you begin to be thankful for the house that you have, thankful for the clothes you have, thankful for the food you have, that's going to begin to strengthen your mental will. And that's going to begin to strengthen your mind because it's a part of you. Thankfulness is, is a glorified medication to, to, for your mind to, to grow mentally and be strong. Grace is what keeps us in faith when life tries to drag us back to living by memory of mistakes. Remember, grace was that undeserved favor. And it says, no, we're going to keep you by faith. It's, it's sufficient beyond that. Life tries to drag you back by memory. You're not, you don't have an imagination. You don't have a vision anymore. And we don't have vision anymore. You're living by memory, which means you're living by the past. Grace gives us a reality that weakness is a directive that reminds us of God's strength in us. Living in memory instead of grace stops progress toward the future and repeats behaviors of the past. And so it's a repeat behavior. And when you start to repeat behavior, you're not living toward a vision. You're living in memory. You're living in history. And you're living in the past. And so God has said, go back to having a vision. Go back to dream dreams. Go back to seeing the things of God. Uh, that, that, that's a part of God's blessing. Pain and disappointment doesn't stop our happily ever after ending. We're going to live with Jesus for eternity. And with, but, but if we give in to this stuff, it will keep us from living joyfully here on the earth. And, and what a... What a um, what a testimony to live with joy and live with peace with all, all the stuff going on. I pray if you're one of the complainers, go ahead and say, not today, Satan. I'm going to stop complaining about what's going on and start praising the God who's in me. In Romans chapter 8, verse 37, it says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Conquerors refuse to be held ransom by being passive during times of difficulty. God has redeemed us from anything we allow to get away and just be fully violent about pursuing victory for the rest of our life. Be violent about that. And I mean that. If you have to get out, I remember my mom would, would, would do this. If, if something was happening in our house, if, you know, if we just, if our lights were off, I remember my mother would walk through the house screaming, Thank you, Father. I, I thank you for the $1,500 that we need. I thank you for it. And she would do that. She'd pray and she'd, she'd believe God. She said out loud. And we would be looking, I would be looking around like, who's she talking to? Because you know we don't have it. But she just refused to let her mind get consumed with what we didn't have and started presenting her message to God and herself that she believes that God is going to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. She believed Philippians 4, 19. She would say it all the time that God shall supply all of my needs. She would speak that. She would just basically, without saying these words, not today, Satan. I will have what God says I have. He meets all of my needs. He knows we need electricity. He knows we need the things we need. And then after she would pray, we'd all pack up. I never forget this and go and have uh, hot dogs out at the lake in Lubbock, Texas, as if this thing is not going to stop our daily. And sure enough, come home from school the next day, lights were on. I, I was like, man, praise God, I want to walk by faith like that. I pray that we all do so in, a, in the same way, that we trust God more than we bow to the circumstances. And, and I believe God is going to meet us and, and come through us in a mighty way. Please uh, bow your heads with me. I want to pray 
as we get to close out our service today, I just want to pray for you. Uh, don't know what's, what you're going through, but I want to pray. Father, I just thank you for the word. We just say, not today, Satan. We're not glorifying him or anything like that, but I just pray in homes right now in the name of Jesus. Not today. I'm not going to wake up with this here we go again mentality. Nope, not today. I'm going to wake up with my heart filled with joy, mouthful filled with praise, my ears ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Not today, Satan. I'm not in a routine. I'm not in a rut. I'm in the midst of praising and glorifying God. And not my will, but thy will be done. And Lord, as you begin to minister that, I pray for the hearts of many to begin to grow toward you in an amazing way. Hearts to worship, hearts to praise, hearts to forgive, hearts to let go. Old things that keep coming up, old hurts, old pains that keep arising and arising again and again and again. I pray, Father God, for your spiritual victory to come upon us like never before. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you for thy will being done. Thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. Let us wake up as new as the mercies do and grow in you. I pray as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, people are praying that, Lord, that if there's anyone out there that don't know Jesus, that they repeat after me and say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for him coming to die for me that I may receive him for eternal life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. He died for me and rose on the third day that I might be born again. And Lord, that they receive the King of kings and Lord of lords right where they are. And I believe that they're saved. Father, I thank you. As, as our 2020 classes have, have, have sown and, and had to give in some celebrations that what normal people had normally have, that they're going to experience some supernatural celebrations that we have not seen in generations. Lord, we're ready. We believe. We receive it. And Lord, we give you all the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer to be saved for the first time, please email us or let us know. Write us a note on, the, on our website. And we'd love to pray with you and just uh, get, in, you know, get in touch with you and help you in any way we can. You guys be blessed. Not today, Satan. He can't have us in Jesus' name. See you later.